Experiencing Christ with Pastor Dennis Matovu. Freedom Experience is a teaching ministry of the Word that is driven by the purpose that believers may subjectively realize the full knowledge of the truth according to 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 4. Experiencing God in the incarnate Word, which is Christ to be life and light to man with grace and reality for man's enjoyment. And now, open wide your spirit. To receive this great teaching which is going to empower you to begin experiencing Christ as your life. This is Pastor Dennis Matovu, worth hearing. Begin music download. 3, 2, 1. Now another hour of today's best music on Freedom Experience Radio. Here we go, come on. Freedom Experience Radio. You know you want it. Freedom Experience Radio. 
to Jesus. This is Freedom Experience Ministry Lunch Hour on the Freedom Experience Radio. This is Diana Ngovi from Freedom Experience. I'm here in the studio with my pastor, Pastor Dennis Matov, and I know you're ready to listen, learn, and to listen to the Lunch Hour worship. So let me welcome Pastor Dennis Matov to take us forward. Amen. Amen. We bless God. Good afternoon, wherever you are tuning from. God bless you. Thank you for being wonderful listeners. We appreciate your uh, participation in all our live programs. We are always uh, grateful and we say God bless you. God bless you. Those that are sharing our ministry activities, those that have already downloaded Freedom Experience app, your phone, you have downloaded Freedom Experience ministry app, your phone, God bless you. Those that are already visiting our website at Freedom Experience Ministry to see uh, past ministration, God bless you. Those that are always uh, inviting in friends and also those that are sharing on Facebook. We are live right now on Freedom Experience Radio. We are live on Experiencing Christ Radio. We are live on also Freedom Love Zone Radio. And we are also live on Facebook. And we bless God for that. We are ministering globally to over 100 plus nations. Lord God is good. The Lord God is worthy, worthy of the praise. He has given us wonderful grace to see that we minister Christ globally. Uh, our listenership is always growing, and now we are at 200,000 listeners, people that are tuning in over uh, from 140 something nations. This is not uh, something small. Don't take it for granted. We know that the Spirit of God is reaching to as many people as He can. This is why we endeavor by the Lord, the Lord is grace, by the grace the Lord provides, come in and minister uh, the word of life so that you see this life imparted into you, see the grace enjoyed and grace coming to you as your life and your life supply, also light shining so that you may continue to have fellowship, then you will see the truth realized into you, this is what we call experiencing Christ, this is what we call, what, what we call enjoying Christ in his word. God bless you as we go into the word. This is our lunch fellowship. And uh, today's message says, I hope you are ready. It says that res- resurrected indwell. In other words, Jesus resurrected to indwell us. And he also became the life giving spirit. So the message is simple resurrected to indwell us and becoming the life giving spirit. We have been going through a series of teachings in the book of John, chapter 6. We have seen a lot of uh, lessons that we have learned. We have seen several uh, types and signs are being realized by Christ Himself. We have seen the word of God coming to life. We have seen that the word of God can be practiced in our day-to-day life. So, the, in this longest story of what Jesus did in the miracles, this John chapter 6 has got the longest story. 
that talks about how Jesus made bread and afterwards people came for more bread. So when they came back the next time he began to tell them why he made the bread. And what does the bread signify? He introduced himself as the bread of life to the seekers that we are seeking after miracles. So we saw that the seekers that we are seeking miracles they ended up trying to find out what should they do that they may do the works of God. And Jesus told them there is only one work you need to do to believe in the, in the Lord Jesus Christ and uh, that you may have this wonderful eternal life. So now I want us to see from verses 32 we are reading to see what happened. And now we want to talk about this resurrected Christ. He, the reason that's why he resurrected. He resurrected to indwell us and also to become the life-giving spirit. Previously we saw that um, we find we found out that the food that abides to eternal life was Jesus. In other words, the eternal bread was Jesus himself. Praise the Lord. So we read into this portion and we discovered that we, uh, we found out that the Lord passed through several processes. Number one, he was incarnated. He became flesh that may be able to eat him. But before but he couldn't eat him when he's just uh, living as a living flesh. So he had to die on the cross. So the second process became crucifixion. So when he was crucified, now we were able to eat him because now he's dead. The blood has been separated from the body. But remember the process was also required uh, to, to come to resurrection. He had to resurrect with this resurrected body. Now the reason as why he was resurrected among the reasons it was to indwell us. Previously we could live with Christ but he couldn't dwell in us because he was still flesh. So as long as Jesus was flesh he could not profit us so much. He was limited. So in resurrection he is now able to indwell you and me. Also he ascended and we see that when he ascended he became the life-giving spirit. Now this life-giving spirit has now become the embodiment of his living word. Christ is now the embodiment of his living word. The word of God is the very body of Jesus Christ. When we see the word of God, it is the embodiment 
is is the Christ embodied as the word so that's why I say the word became flesh it has now a body praise Jesus Christ so I want to talk about two things today that is the resurrected Christ to indwell us and, and also the life giving spirit praise the name of Jesus when you read through John chapter 6 we see that the first step was incarnation and the second was crucifixion now resurrection begins becomes the third step by which the Lord has made himself available as our life now Christ is available as our life in the way that we are able to consume him is now our life because he has been resurrected now several times in the book of John chapter 6 the Lord mentioned something about life and living life and living now on the one hand Jesus said that he was the bread of life yet on the other hand he said that he was the living bread examine John 6.35 let me read for you for, so that we, we go together I hope you have where you are writing to quote those verses because not, not every verse we are going to be reading as we are on, on radio verse 35 says and Jesus said unto them I am the bread of life he that comes to me shall never hunger and he that believes on me shall never thirst now when you come to John 6 51 51 says I am the living bread in 35 years told us I am the bread of life in 51 he says I am the living bread which came down from heaven praise the Lord. He says that if a man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh. My flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. So we see that they use the word life and living. The bread of life and the living bread. When you find such a statement in the Bible, and you fail to find the difference between the bread of life and the living bread, you are going to miss something. Some of us we might think that these phrases mean the same. But when we go back in the proper rendering of the word, as we study the word, as we investigate the word, you'll find out that these are different words. For example, the bread of life refers to the nature of the bread, which is life. The nature of the bread 
mugati. is life. Mugati. So it is called the bread of life. Mugati. Mugati. Well, as the living bread refers Chitegeza. to the condition of the bread, its condition, Embera. it is living. It's a living bread. The condition of this bread is that it is living. So this is, these are the difference that you, you might not see. He is the living bread. Praise Jesus Christ. So as we are going deeper in this world, we see that although Jesus was crucified and slain, he is still living. He was crucified. He was slain. But he is still living. He alone is the living one in resurrection. Praise the name of Jesus. When you read verses 56, it implies the matter of resurrection. It shows us that he who eats my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me and I in him. So this is what it means by uh, by the matter of resurrection. Praise the Lord. Now this indicates that the Lord had to be resurrected that he might abide in us as our life and our life supply. When I tell you that Jesus is our life, it is that very word that Paul says in Galatians 2.20 When he says that I have been crucified with Christ It is no longer I who live He says the life that I now live in my body I live it by the faith of Jesus Christ So it, Christ had become Paul's life Once we come to that assurance That Christ is my life Then I begin to enjoy the life supply Life comes with its supply. It begins with the, to, to produce, uh, to, to, to display and dispense riches. Supply, health, and every spiritual wealth and riches. The life begins to supply to you. Then that's why we have him as life. Is that he begins to supply everything we need for life and godliness. Praise Jesus Christ. Amen. I pray that you may enjoy this wonderful experience. Wherever you say, wherever you ask, say Jesus, you are my life. You are my life. You are my life supply. You cease to, to, to live and you allow him to live in you. And once you have that awareness, this life begins to supply. Healing begins to be part of you. Health begins to be part of you. Every divine is going to be your portion. All the riches, they're going to be part of your life. Because now you know him as one who lives in you, as life and life supply. Praise Jesus. Remember, the Lord could no 
not have a board in us before his resurrection. He could only abide in us after his resurrection. This is why he was always telling the disciples, when I will go, I will come back. I will be in you. I will be with you. I will be in you. I will abide in you. We shall come and make our abode. So maybe they could not understand. But Jesus was in the process. Going to complete the process. Therefore verse 56. Indicates that he was going to be resurrected. And to become the indwelling spirit. What does verse 57 say? The Lord says in verse 57. As the living father sent me. I live because of the father. So he who eats me shall also live because of me. So whoever eats Christ shall be alive, shall also live because of him. If you are there, you have not yet accepted him. You are missing out something. If you are already born again, yet you don't know that you need to enjoy the eating of Christ, still you are missing something. He says he who eats me shall also live because of me. You will live because of Christ. You will be healthy because of Christ. You will be prosperous because of Christ. You will be a blessed person because of Christ. He who eats me also lives because of me. Because he lives, we can face tomorrow. We cannot see sickness. We cannot fear. He lives in us. Glory to God. I pray that wherever you are, don't miss this experience of Christ as your life. Because you ate him, because you believed him, you are alive. You are living because of him. Not only today, you will live even in the future. Praise Jesus. Eating is to take food into us. You take in food and that food is assimilated into your body in an organic way. Praise, praise the Lord. Remember we become what we eat. If I eat Christ, I become Christ. My mind begins to be Christ's mind. My eyes begins to be Christ's eyes. I need to keep on eating, fellowshipping, eating on Christ, eating on Christ, and I transform. I begin to change in a metabolic way, in an organic way. I become conformed. Praise the Lord. So to eat the Lord Jesus is to receive him into us to be assimilated so that we are conformed by the regenerated to become the regenerated new man in the way of life. This regenerated new man is the very 
way of life. This is how we are supposed to live. Praise the Lord. Amen. We need to keep on eating Christ. Eating on Him so that we are participating in this regenerated new man in the way of life. Praise Jesus. Praise the Lord. I wish you understand. Then as we live by Christ, the one that we have received, then it is by this that we, he begins to live in us as the resurrected Christ. When we say that Christ is living in us, the Bible says in John 14, 19, John 14, 19, and 20, he says, hope you are there, Yet a little while and the world sees me no more. You see, was telling them a little while the world will see me no more. And says, but you will see me. Because I live, you shall live also. So we have an assurance there. Verse 20 says, at that day, what is this day? The day of resurrection. So he says, at that day, you shall know that I am in my Father and you are in me and I in you. What a great mingling. God has mingled us together with Praise the Lord. He has mingled us with himself. Verse 20 shows us the mingling of God. He says on the day of resurrection I will be able to be in you. On that day you shall know by experience that I am in my Father and you are in me and I in you. What a wonderful experience. This is so wonderful. And now this is what we call in principle changing death into life. Now he has changed your death into life. Now he has changed your death into life. I pray for you wherever you are that you don't miss this Christ. Don't miss this wonderful experience of Christ. He has become everything that you may enjoy him. I want you to, to know this by experience. He lives in you. Therefore, you need to always contact him in your prayer. Another thing I want to talk about that when he resurrected, he also ascended. He ascended. Is Jesus. Amen. So when we talk about ascension, it is the the next step that follows after res resurrection. The process was incarnation, crucifixion, now resurrection. We have been talking about resurrection. Now we see ascension. Praise Jesus Christ. All these processes are for us to enjoy. We enjoy him as the Christ incarnated so that he brings God to man. 
And that is not enough. He brought God to us by incarnation. But he wanted to deal with our negative situation. So he was crucified. Another enjoyment came in. He settled all our debts. But that is not enough. He died on the cross. That may die with him. When he was buried, he was terminating the old life completely lost. Now we enjoy him in his resurrection as our new life. We are now a new creation. But that is not still enough. When he ascended, we ascended with him. What does that mean? We are no longer enjoying the low life. We have the higher life. We live in the resurrection but also in the ascension. When you find troubles here on earth, on the sea level, just mount up with wings as eagles and you go high in the ascension. You begin to see that situation from the heavenly viewpoint. I tell you, be renewed. You become an overcomer because you know to ascend. So Jesus ascended. And the Lord is ascension is seen in verses 62 whereby uh, the, the disciples were murmuring about his words and the Lord said to them what then if you should see the son of man ascending where he was before so you are going to see the son of man ascending in that place that he was before so we see that in this verse Jesus is showing uh, clearly his ascension he mentions that I'm going to be ascended he tells them the next the next, uh, the next uh, part after uh, resurrection I'm going to ascend so ascension is the proof of complete of the complete work of redemption Ascension is the proof of the completion of his redemptive work. What assures us that he completed his work? The redemptive work. It was because he ascended. Can we read Hebrews 1.13? You see, before I pray for you, I want you to be soaked in the truth so that when we speak life, it happens upon you. When when we speak healing, it happens because now you live in the truth. Hebrews 1.3 says, being the brightness of his glory and the expression, the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of his majesty on high. Ascending 
So this verse is so strong and is so rich. It says that being in the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person. In other words, Jesus was the express image of God. And he says he's upholding all things by the word of his power. He uses the word of his power to uphold the entire universe. Praise the Lord. His word, the word of his power, he upholds the universe. Everything, all things, they are upheld by the word of his power. But they tell us that when he had by himself purged our sins, he sat down on the right hand of his majesty. So they are showing us Christ that he ascended after completing the redemptive work. The Lord ascended to the Father and the Father accepted him. He said, I now accept you. This was the proof that his work on the cross for our redemption was accepted to the Father. If it was not accepted, number one, Jesus would not resurrect. Number two, he wouldn't ascend. That means that the Father would have rejected his sacrifice. Maybe somewhere, Jesus had sinned. He's now like the very people he's trying to save. But because his sacrifice was holy, was unblameable, was, was holy and unblameable, it was accepted. This is why he resurrected. This is why we celebrate him. When he and he also ascended, he received the position at the right side of Jesus, of God. This is where power comes from. When we talk about the resurrection, this resurrection power is present even today to heal and deliver, to set captives free. You see, if you don't know these details, if you don't know these details, you take Jesus for granted. This is why we come with the teaching ministry and we preach, teach you that you may see the light of life, that you may enjoy freedom. This is what we call freedom experience. So another thing I want to talk about before we pray for you is that he became the life-giving spirit. Now this is the part that disorganizes and confuses most of us. When we say that Jesus became the life-giving spirit. Let us read John 6 verse 63. Jesus says to the disciples and those that were around him, he says that it is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. Most of us have been even misinterpreting this verse. We always think that they are talking about us, our flesh. Now we are supposed to be in the spirit. Okay, it might help you in that aspect. But I want to tell you why Jesus spoke this statement. Now, at this point, we now see that Jesus is now telling them. 
He's talking about the spirit now. He has been talking about the, the death, the crucifixion, the resurrection, the ascending. But now he's bringing them closer to what they are going to experience eternity. He tells them that it is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words have told you they are spirit and life. So we see that they are the spirit he tells us that the spirit gives life and he has now introduced the spirit to them that, and we see that after resurrection and through resurrection the Lord Jesus who had become flesh in John 1.14 where the Bible says and the word became flesh he says that the word became flesh in John 1.14 we see that he first became the flesh I, I talk about the body the meat praise the Lord he was now tangible as meat this is the rendering of this word flesh here now Jesus is telling them the word that was one time flesh it was good but it cannot profit you the more as, as, as long as I'm, I'm in the flesh I can't be of much use but the word that became flesh now should come become spirit because once the word which was flesh becomes spirit then it profits then it gives life so he became the spirit now who gives life so this is mentioned in 1 Corinthians 15 verses 45 Jesus is telling them I came as meat and flesh I came as flesh as blood and I've doing some stuff but that is not the best that's not my best way but if I come the spirit if I become the spirit I will even do greater things I will now be of your much importance I will be much profiting I will be much profiting praise Jesus 1 Corinthians 5.45 says he says that and it, so it is written the first man Adam was made a living soul in case you didn't know Adam was a living soul and for him to have a living spirit he had to continue eating from the tree of life so meaning that even though Adam had not sinned God was to come so that he regenerates this living soul to have to regenerate this living soul this living soul Adam to become a quickened spirit to receive the very spirit of Christ so this was a, a plan still even though man had not seen God was to come to man so that he becomes part of him so that he enters him and this is what the devil saw he forced so that and he said let me go and go fast in that body and I see how this man will come in the body. 
Praise the Lord. So this is what, uh, this is why the, the, uh, the many things we enjoy when we combine scriptures. Praise the Lord. We begin to see the reality of the word of God. Praise Jesus. So I was telling you concerning this uh, uh, 1 Corinthians 15.45 He says that and so it is written the first man Adam was made a living soul. The last man the last Adam was made a quickening spirit. He became a life-giving spirit. So this is what I'm talking about. Jesus was the last Adam. We don't expect any other Adam. Jesus is the last Adam. He has become the life-giving spirit. He's now become the life-giving spirit. Praise Jesus Christ. This is so wonderful. When Christ becomes the life-giving spirit, now the process is complete. He can now access us. He can now come into us. Praise Jesus Christ. I said Praise Jesus Christ. This is what I, I'm, I'm saying. It is as the life-giving spirit that he can be the life and the life supply to us. When Jesus was still flesh, he couldn't be our life and he couldn't be our life supplier. So he had to continue the process to become the life-giving spirit. When we receive him as the crucified and resurrected Savior, then the spirit who gives life comes into us to impart eternal life to us. Praise Jesus Christ. If you have not yet received him, this is what you are missing. You don't have eternal life. And you don't have the supply of that life. Praise Jesus Christ. Many people understand verse 63 incorrectly. They think that the flesh here signifies humanity. With its human nature. But when we read this verse clearly, it shows that the flesh refers to the meat of the physical body. So Jesus became the real, real physical body. And this is why he was telling us in the previous verses that he is his flesh for us to eat. Yes, this is the same meaning. So here, that's why the Jews could not understand. They were wondering, this man is going to give us his flesh to eat. For them, they thought of the physical meat. When you read verses 52, they did not understand the Lord is word To them, that was a hard saying. A hard saying. They said this is a hard teaching. That is in verse 16. But for us, for us at this point, we know that the Lord said this and then says that the spirit that gives life, the flesh profits nothing. As long as Jesus is in the flesh, he cannot profit you more. When Christ becomes the spirit, he gives life. And 
life supply. He says that the flesh profits nothing. Praise Jesus Christ. So we see that these these words of Jesus Christ, they are painting what he was planning in his process. Today the Lord has become the spirit. So that he may continue to serve and minister to us his life. He wouldn't remain as flesh. Only. He had to be transfigured from the flesh into the spirit. This is why he tells us verse 63. It is the spirit that gives life. This flesh, when I remain this flesh, I will not profit you. So don't tell me to stay with you. Others that he had made for them bread, they wanted to make him king. He says the flesh profits nothing. But when I become spirit, I will profit you more. I hope now you understand. Praise Jesus Christ. Glory to God. So we need to see even today the Christ that you are seeking today. Praise the Lord. So what he would give eternally is the spirit who gives life. What he wants us to, to what he wants now to give to you is the spirit who gives life. Who is himself in resurrection. This, this spirit that gives life is the Christ himself resurrected. I will ask you a question. What kind of Christ have you received? If you are still religious, you have just discovered the Christ who is flesh. You are knowing about that Christ, his flesh Christ, the Christ in the flesh. They talk about him, but you have not received him as the spirit Christ, the pneumatic Christ. Praise the Lord. Amen. I'm asking you a question. What kind of Christ have you received? Have you received Christ in the flesh? All Christ as the Spirit. Praise Jesus Christ. This is why Apostle Paul he told us in the book of 2 Corinthians 5.16 he says and uh, I hope when we read this and another verse we shall understand what Jesus was meaning. 2 Corinthians 5.16 Paul is saying Wherefore henceforth know we no man after the flesh Yeah, though we have known Christ after the flesh yet now henceforth know we him no more Praise the Lord. This is what Paul was meaning. He says that before you knew Christ in the flesh, before, long time back, in the past, formerly you knew Christ in the flesh. Formerly the apostles knew Christ in the flesh. The disciples knew Christ in the flesh. But Paul is telling them, but now you don't need to know him any longer in the flesh. Because he's no longer in the flesh. He has now become the spirit Christ. Therefore the church must stop seeing Christ as the physical Christ. Christ in the flesh. 
and begin to see Christ as the pneumatic Christ, the spirit Christ, Christ in the spirit. This is what Paul is telling them. He says that now you need to know Christ as the spirit. This is why he says in 2 Corinthians 3.17, he tells us that now the Lord is that spirit. The Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Now Jesus is seen as the spirit. Now the Lord Jesus is the spirit. We no longer see him as the flesh. He works best when he is spirit. He is the life-giving spirit. Praise Jesus Christ. Remember, before his death and resurrection, the Lord was incarnated in the flesh. And after his death and resurrection, he was transfigured from the flesh into the spirit. Now is the spirit God. Therefore, Christ, we now receive him not as the flesh Christ, but the Christ who is the spirit. Praise Jesus Christ. So when you come to when Jesus came to John 20 when he resurrected the Bible says he found them closed in the room because of fear they are closing everywhere and this Christ the last soul in the flesh appeared to them by the spirit by entering from the world and entered through the world and now was amidst their circle they were wondering who is this one? This is a spirit. It tells them, no, I'm not an evil a spirit. The spirit has no body, has no flesh. But me, I am now the very Christ that was crucified. I'm no longer in the flesh. I'm now a spiritual Christ. I can appear everywhere. I can reach everywhere. I can pass everywhere. The Christ we are preaching can reach everywhere can heal every disease, can settle every case. He's a spirit Christ. He's a resurrected Christ. He can enter your life and see your problem. He's a spirit Christ. Glory to God. So they were wondering. He told them, don't fear. I'm the very Christ. So stop knowing me from the flesh only. I'm now a life-giving spirit. And after he has, he has spoken to them, after he has spoken to them the Bible says he breathed unto them and he told them in verse 22 receive the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit they received didn't come from heaven he came from Jesus himself. what does that mean Jesus is the life giving spirit. He gave them the spirit by breathing unto them. And he told them this that I'm blowing unto you, this breath that I'm breathing unto you, is the Holy Spirit. Oh God. 
Holy Spirit came from Christ because it's now the life-giving spirit. Now for you who want to separate the Holy Spirit from Jesus, you, you need to study the scriptures. If you have the Holy Spirit, you have Jesus Christ himself within you. Praise the Lord. When we say that the Lord is that spirit, don't argue with the, question, the statement because he is the life-giving spirit. Praise the name of Jesus. So this was Jesus himself after resurrection. After his resurrection, Jesus was now transfigured into the spirit. He was no longer in the flesh as he was before crucifixion. Now he is the spirit. Therefore, he, we need to receive him as the spirit. Before his death, when he was in the flesh, all he could do was to be with them, to be among them. But he could not be in them. He couldn't be in them. Now, as the spirit, it is very easy for Jesus to be within us. If you believe today, you enter you. Praise Jesus. Today we don't need to contact the Lord physically. No, we just call the name Jesus and the spirit comes in. You contact him by the spirit within us. Inside you, Jesus is inside. If you are born again, he is the life-giving spirit. Praise the name of Jesus. Since he is the spirit, everyone can take him as, and feed upon him as our food. Praise the Lord. Our spirits feed on the spirit of Christ to be living. When we receive the Lord, we get the spirit who gives life. Praise Jesus. Praise the Lord. This is what is going to happen. Whenever you call, oh Lord Jesus, you receive the spirit. You I say, oh Lord Jesus, you receive the Holy Spirit. Because the Bible says, whoever shall call upon me, Name shall be delivered. When you say, Oh Lord Jesus, heal my disease, the Holy Spirit comes in. Praise the name of Jesus. That is the fact. And this is how we get the Spirit of God in our lives. Praise Jesus Christ. Jesus is the Spirit today. As you, if you are sick there, now we are going to pray. Call the name Jesus. As you call the name Jesus, I tell you, the Spirit will come and settle your case. Praise Jesus Christ. When you call the name Jesus, the Spirit will answer because Jesus is the name and the Spirit is the person. So that means the Spirit is the person, the person of Jesus. The Spirit is the person of Jesus. Praise Jesus Christ. Amen. So at this point, now we can read John 14.26. When you read John 14.26, the Bible says, but the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, He will teach you all things. He will remind you of all things which I said to you. 
We see that the Father is sending the comfort, the Holy Spirit, but He sends Him in the name of the Son. The Holy Spirit does not have a name. When you call Jesus, this is why the Holy Spirit comes, because He's, uh, he's working in the name of Jesus. He has been sent in the name of the Son. So who is the Spirit? He is the person of Jesus. So we have both the name and the person. The name Jesus and the person, the Holy Spirit. You call Jesus, the Holy Spirit comes. This is how it is. So the best way to get the Spirit is to call the name Jesus. Glory to God. Whenever you call, oh Lord Jesus, oh Lord Jesus, you receive the person. You receive the person, the Holy Spirit. Whenever we call on the name of the Lord, we get the Spirit. The Spirit is the person of the dear Lord Jesus. Right now, let us call this name. If you are not born again, call this name. If you are born again, you are passing through problems, sickness, diseases, call the name Jesus. You shall be delivered. Begin to pray right now. Point unto your problem. Speak upon your problem. Say, O oh Lord Jesus, heal me, deliver me, set me free, liberate me, O oh Lord Jesus. I call your freedom. Liberate me. Free me. You promised me that you liberate me. It is for freedom that you have set me free. Oh Lord Jesus, set me free from diseases, infirmity, poverty, bondages. Oh Lord Jesus, just call the name Jesus. The Spirit shall come. Healing shall come. Grace shall come. Power shall come. In the name of Jesus, begin to pray. Pray. Lord, we see this wonderful secret that Jesus has now become the life-giving spirit. We see this wonderful secret that the Lord has indwelled. We are praying. We see this wonderful secret that the Lord has become the life-giving spirit. He has ascended that we may enjoy him. He has ascended that we may enjoy him. That we may live a higher life. He has resurrected that we may have him as life. We enjoy him as life, Lord. Someone has taken him as life. In the name of Jesus, Father, release your power. Father, release this wonderful power. The Holy Spirit is at work right now. Jesus is at work right now. As you call the name Jesus, healing is taking place. Deliverance is taking place. As far as you can listen from, the power is reaching you. Jesus is everywhere. The Holy Spirit is everywhere. Call the name Jesus. You shall be set free. You shall be healed. You shall be delivered. You shall be liberated. You shall see breakthrough. Call the name Jesus. Healing is your portion. Call the name Jesus. Deliverance is your portion. Call the name Jesus. Power is reaching you. Kaya Rasuto. 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 Kaya Rasuto.
in the name of Jesus, wherever you are connecting from, call the name Jesus. As you call the name Jesus, the Holy Spirit is there. The Holy Spirit is intervening. The power is present. Wherever you are connecting from, call the name Jesus. As you call the name Jesus, the healing is coming your way. The deliverance is coming your way. Breakthrough is coming your way. In Jesus' mighty name, now I pray for everyone. You are believing God for an intervention. Maybe you are applying for a job. Maybe you want God to do for you a miracle. Maybe you need healing. Maybe you have a sick person. The solution is one. Call the name Jesus right now by faith. Call the name Jesus. Receive the power of the Receive healing right now. Receive deliverance right now. I release the power of the Holy Spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Miracles that reveal Christ. That reveal Christ. Miracles that reflect Christ. In the name of Jesus. Receive the power of the Holy Spirit. Receive healing. Receive deliverance. Breakthrough. Anointing that breaks yours. In the name of Jesus. I speak the living word. Work for you to work in your life. Angels of God, run, publish this word in the name of Jesus. Cause healing and deliverance. Breakthrough and miracles. Let there be freedom. Let there be freedom experience in the name of Jesus that people may experience Christ, that they may enjoy Christ as their life supply, as the light shining, as grace enjoy.
as truth realized in the name of Jesus. God bless you. If you are not born again, say Lord Jesus, I have heard your word and I believe that you died on the cross, you rose up, you were resurrected, you ascended, now you live. Because you live, I can live. I believe in you. I receive you. From today, forgive my sins, my trespasses. Enter into my heart. In the name of Jesus, I receive you as my eternal life. In the name of Jesus. So God bless you. This is Pastor Dennis. And this has been our wonderful lunch hour. Freedom Experience Ministry. Kampala Uganda. Kampala, Uganda. God bless you. Let us keep on listening. The Lord shall bless you. Amen. And partner with Freedom Experience Ministry. www.freedomexperience.org Find us on our Facebook page, Freedom Experience Ministry. You can also call us directly on plus 256-703-89-0009. Be blessed. Enjoy back-to-back -back music right here, right now. Listen to this station on your smartphone. Download the app now on Google Play Store. Freedom Experience Radio. I thank God I'm free. And I'll never...